So how are you today? <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm good. How are you? This is our, this is our second take, unfortunately. Um, but I'm doing good. How are you? I mean, I already asked you how you're doing. Yeah. I'm just exhausted from work. Um, but today is St. Patty's Day. So for people who celebrate St. Patty's Day, happy St. Patrick's Day. Exactly. And we hope that you guys are all doing good at home too. <laughs> hope you had a great week. Um, but we did. So, you know. Coming from last episode, we talked about wanting to do more photo shoots, and we did just that. We did. It's surprising, right? We're being consistent. I know. Once. We committed to it because <laughs> we put it out in the world. But um, the, po- the the photo shoot that we did, uh, it was a very, I want to say, all not all over the place, but it, it was. It kind of was. It was, yeah. yeah. But, um, so we had like three locations in one night. Yeah, so we went to this old shipyard to take photos oh yeah it's called mare island yeah I it's a i don't know why i didn't say mare island but <laughs> yeah we went to mare island to shoot and um we were, only, we were only there for like 30 minutes yeah it was it was pretty fast we got a call um from our friend O3. three we'll go by his music name okay uh he called us and he was like hey what are you guys doing and then we kind of like stopped what we were doing and went and picked him up which you know, I, I kind of wish we got a little bit more shots, but it's okay. I still had fun. I thought I think that uh, it was worth it. And how did you like your pictures in that first location? To be honest with you, I feel like I wasn't working with a lot. I no. mean, like I, the location was great. It's just, it was just me getting my foot back in the water. It was like yeah. testing the water. Like, yeah. you know, I, you know, I was working with a new camera. And how did you like it? I actually, oh man, I love this camera, dude. Like the quality and everything about it. Ooh, and we both shoot on a Sony A sixty four hundred, and it's such a versatile camera. And you know, even though we do shoot on the same camera, you'll see in the pictures that we show you, our com- our photos are completely different. Like it's not the camera that makes the picture; it's really the photographer. And and like after uh shooting together with the same camera it really shows just how uh how different things can be to yeah. a different eye you know mm-hmm. and I, and i think that was really interesting to see yeah i, I like that a lot <laughs> and i think we also have different editing styles we definitely do um you go for more of like a like a clear like uh everything kind of like is more like white you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i i noticed that everything is more like i don't want to say like like foggy but it kind of looks like a little like i don't know how to it's like it's just like this aesthetic Mm -hmm. you know what i mean you have this aesthetic in your pictures you go for a lot of like flash you know what Mm -hmm. i mean and where me i don't like using flash Mm -hmm. and i go for more of like grin like grungy like like grainy like type photos i like like dark you know i like darkness i really like black and white like that's one of my favorite styles of photography is black and white photography yeah and you know it's weird because i don't see the image right away when i take the picture i kind of just like hope for the because i'm shooting the dark for the most part like i'm i'm using the low like lowest iso i could possibly go so that you know i can obtain less grain and all that yeah but because what I do is I, I, I overexpose on when I edit so that I can see what's going on and then, you know, put in the blacks and then adjust the whites and then all that stuff, right? And I usually go for more like a film look, you know? Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, and 
um, I'll let you guys know what my secret is. It's like I use a preset already, but I always adjust it to my liking and all that. And um, yeah, no. So whenever we shoot, you know how you said that I like to do flash. Um, Yeah. For the pictures that we did, we didn't use flash more so. I think um, I think we just used the lighting around us. Yeah, it was still daytime too. Yeah, it was like uh, not. I don't want to say golden hour, but Mm -hmm. it was like it was gloomy that day. It was gloomy. But if it wasn't gloomy, it would have been golden hour. It was like right at sunset. It was still nice though. Um, We didn't really in that first location. We didn't really take pictures of any like model or anything. It was more like landscape. We were just like taking pictures of, of whatever we saw, you know, uh, like random doors and stuff like that. Yeah, so our, <laughs> the first location, we kind of just focused on, like, um, the architecture around, because we were in an abandoned building. Yeah. And we were just, like, taking pictures of whatever we could find. And we're going to do one example here. So, and this, this was my shot right here, which was, like, the side of the building. And... I really like how kind of crisp it is. Yeah, it looks real. Like I like the blue tint that it has to it, and it looks like the te- like the texture of the bricks. I really mm-hmm. like how it it complements this like the sky. Yeah, and you know it was hard to like kind of get the sky in because the thing is you know whenever you shoot like sky it's always gonna be overexposed. So you know it took a lot of like navigating to get the sky at the right place. But yeah, and then let's look at one of yours. And then this right here. All right. Yeah. Yeah, so you can see in mine, it's a lot more grainy than his was a lot clearer. Like, it was really clear. You could see, like, like you could see more detail in it. Mine, it's more, like, dark. It, it, it looks, I think mine, this one was taken a little bit more towards, like, the dark. Like, more, more when it darker. Got darker yeah. yeah. But I like what's it called the texture feel to it you know and Thank then you. i don't know but this little light source i don't know it looks cool yeah. to me but yeah like composition wise it's pretty pretty cool um i will say i kind of if on like to critique it a bit i would just say tro- probably cut this foreground a little bit and then like raise it up a bit yeah yeah let's see and then for this one right here oh shit I kind of went for like a, I don't know. I kind of was just fucking around to be honest with you, but I was just move. I was moving the camera while I was taking a shot to get that <laughs> like that blurry yeah. look, and yeah. And then I like how it, it kind of reminds me of like a scary movie. Yeah, or that's exactly like, yeah. what I was going for. Because um, in my mind, I was thinking of like, how can we make a story out of this place? I like that one a lot. This one, yeah, that one. It I, I really like how uh, center everything is. So. The pathway, the doors, the tr- the trees, even the window in the middle, everything is is very complementary to each other. You know, the they're leading lines. the the stair the not the stairway the the pathway it leads you to the doorway. Yeah, and, yeah. The only thing I just wish is um I kind of wish it was more toward the middle, the, because if you look at the pathway here, um, there's it's uneven. You know. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it was our first outing. Let's see. Oh, and then we took a picture of the tree. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is just a random picture of a tree. <laughs> but yeah, so um, our second location, we went to, well, you took us to a very suspicious place. 
I, I there's this place in Vacaville. It's where all the windmills are. Uh, I've been there during the daytime when the sun was setting. It looked super beautiful. It was, you know, you could see the sky. It was like reddish, and the windmills were all. It, it's super super quiet. No one's there. No one drives. And there's like this little town in the middle of nowhere, like right in the middle. And we ended up going there when it was like pitch black, and they were like spooked out of their mind. They didn't Bro, know what to do. Let me tell you, like, it was nerve wracking because one, it was like eight p.m. and it was still kind of like daylight. PM. It was daylight saving still, <laughs> yeah, right? So yeah. it was pitch dark, like ten p.m. dark, and all that. And then next thing you know, um, we we stumble into this town, this very like. It looked like a hillbilly town. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, I hope to God we don't die, you know? We weren't going to die. We were know, fine. We were, know, we were there was fine. not even anyone in the town. There, there were, were like two little there kids. Were, there were two kids, and then there was this one car. But um, <laughs> dude, when I saw those kids, I was freaked the fuck out. I was the just children like, of the corn. You know, <laughs> like legit. Um, but it was cool. We got some great shots. Let's see what we can. All right. We'll start off with Hennick right Oh, here. yeah. And after, this is when um, we picked up our friend O3 Hennick. But, yeah. And this shot right here, like, you know, we were using the video light. That's where the light yeah. switch is coming from. And I was like, to be honest, I'm just going to capture motion. That was my, my end game right here. Like, this one right here, like, I didn't expect to be um, super, super fucking crisp or clean and all that so um we're gonna pause real quick okay and we're back yeah. uh sorry i had to deal with just make sure that we weren't gonna get interrupted so we're good but going back this this shot of uh oh three um we were using the video light and i remember like i'm gonna use f-stops advantage like i was gonna go for i think i was shooting at f i want to say in the 20s you know, to get that. It doesn't that. tell you? No, because this was from my phone. Oh, yeah. oh okay. If I had the original pictures, then yeah, it would tell me. But since uh, these were already edited and all that. But yeah. I like that one a lot. Yeah. I like, um, did you crop that one? No, I didn't. No? All of these are all, well, I mean, my camera crops it to 16-9 ratio. So that's why it's kind of like that. I like the way you framed that one a lot. And I like the way... Who's holding the light? It was probably Jasmine. Was, huh? yeah, yeah, Jasmine. I like the way that the light is sh like shining on his on his face and his mm -hmm. hand. And then it kind of like dissolves into the darkness. Yeah. It's really cool. And then... I like that one. That, yeah, that one. shot of you too. Yeah. Even though yeah. it's like motion blur. it, it I like... Uh, I don't know. I, I just like... Like you can see the road in the background. Yeah. I look, it just looks really cool. And also, what I like to do when I take pictures is, you know, I go for kind of like, the way I see it is more like a documentarian, kind of like just documenting this, um, like this, like us yeah. hanging out and all that. And like, you know. It looks like something that you would see like in a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> it, it does. Yeah. It looks like. Or like, a photojournalism. Yeah, it yeah. does. It, it looks like, like a. a some it looks like a '90s picture, to be honest with yeah. you. Yeah, like that. I like it a lot. And I, go back. You can kind of see the skyline too, huh? You can, yeah. If you work really hard enough, you can see the windmills. Oh, and you then can. That's it's dope. just if I expose the back, but I didn't want to do like an extreme, you know, because it will look weird if yeah. You know, 
Um, and then let's see. One of my other favorite shots was this of Hennig holding the video camera. And um, you see the white light just like kind of, I don't know. I thought that was pretty cool when I got yeah. that shot. Yeah. I got one not not similar to that one, but I did get a shot with him. Uh, I don't I don't have it edited. Yeah. Uh, I got a shot of him um, holding the the light, and I zoomed in on the camera, and it looked like something from like you know the Alien versus Predator cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looked like that. I thought it was cool. Yeah, and you know I like that picture too. This, yeah, like when um, so when I was shooting you guys, right. I kind of just I didn't pose you guys. I wanted to yeah. be candid. So this shot of Jasmine, like she was talking to Hannah or O three, and um, I just caught that moment, you know. And then this is when I asked for that for her to pose, and then I kind of just for this one, I just focused on composition. Yeah, I wanted her to like I wanted it to be like more on the side rather than on the middle and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I thought it was super. It was like super windy. It yeah. was so windy. We were. Co- I was hella cold, dude. I was just like, when are we gonna go? <laughs> we were. It was like this random like railroad that we just found, mm-hmm. and it was pitch dark. There was no streetlights or anything. It was. I mean, it was a good experience. I yeah. liked it. And then this shot of you and Jasmine. You know, I I just like capturing you know small moments like these. You know. Yeah, that's a good shot. And then last, our last location was Napa, California, downtown Napa to be exact. And I took this shot when we first walked into that little plaza. Yeah, that, I like that shot a lot. I I kind of wish that the the angel was more like to the right, mm. so that way it wasn't in the way of the or the lamppost wasn't in the lay, in the way of it, mm. but other than that i i think it's a really good shot yeah i like how like dark it is i like that one a lot too this is to be honest i saw it and i was like oh floating nutsacks <laughs> but it, it does look like that. i think there's supposed to be something about acorns and shit i don't remember yeah because there was acorns on the ground yeah so it had something to do with that but that one it looks like something out of uh like a dungeons and dragons game or something yeah like into a tavern yeah with like yeah it just has this really cool vibe to it and let's look. i really like that location that uh so let's look at yours so we went to an alleyway yeah this little like we were we were walking downtown and there was just this uh random alleyway with this with the stairs it was like a staircase going up and um to the side it was like a winery i think and I don't know it's just something about it it just really spoke to me the lighting i think and the bricks it just like it really stood out so i was like hey let's go over there and shoot and this guy didn't even want to go down there hold on, he was hold, so on scared. hold on the reason why was because <laughs> i'll be honest with you whenever i'm in crowded places i'm always like i have anxiety when it comes to crowded places so when when you guys were like oh let's go shoot here like i was like <laughs> my anxiety was like taking over me because like you know I was just like, I want to make sure that we're not going to get fucking one yeah, robbed, robbed or the police weren't going to be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. You know? So me and Jasmine stayed back, like, you know, to the side. And then, but I did get shots though. It's just fair from very far yeah. away. But this it shot, it wasn't that far. Yeah. It was like a couple feet. But this shot, um, Oh, three took a view. Yeah. Right? And it's pretty cool. I like how the lighting kind of, you know, goes onto your jacket, but doesn't show your face. This yeah. mysterious, dark, 
grunge vibe to it. And I, I was the one that edited these. So these are these are, weren't taken by me, but these were edited by me. So you can kind of see the the style that I like to edit in, like the black and white ty- type of style. Yeah. This one. Oh, shit. Not bad. Oh, fuck. Yeah, go ahead. This one was taken by me. It's a, it's just like some feet pics. <laughs> but I, I like, I like pictures. To be clear, <laughs> there were shoes on the feet. This wasn't any, <laughs> yeah. Well, they can see. They'll be able to see. Yeah. Uh, but I like pictures where you can, you not necessarily see the whole subject. It's kind of like, it's it's telling you like a story, mm-hmm. without, without like telling you anything you know what i mean like to me it looks like like what what is he doing you know mm-hmm. what i mean like what is he doing in that alley i do like the composition of this i i think it's very like it's centered but off center yeah. you know and i think the lighting casts like a dramatic shadow over here and like the you know the textures over here and then like kind of like like you said like what are they doing here you know I really like the the brick, like how the brick is like, it just like pops out, and then over here it's smooth, and then down here it's like, like like pebbles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, I like how the texture is different everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my my favorite thing about this. And then for on my end, sorry, it's just it's all mumbled jumbled. All right, let's start here. So this was a shot I took in, in the distance. Um, I like this shot a lot because you. this is what made me, what caught my eye. Like, this is exactly what caught my eye. I was, like, looking, and I was like, oh. <laughs> That's what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> but I really like how, how again, how centered it is. You're really good at at that, like, uh, centering your pictures. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not as good as that as you. You know, like, I saw this, and I was just like, okay, Mondo and O3 is not in the way, so let me just snap this real quick picture. And, like, what I like about it so much is kind of, like, how you could tell it's far away. Yeah. Like, the darkness is presence, but there's also light at the end, you know? And I think yeah. that's beautiful, you know? It's kind of like a spotlight. I will say I need to kind of, like, rotate it a bit to make it a little bit centered. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like, up here, you can... And I do wish that the trash cans weren't there. Yeah, but also I think the trash cans add a little flavor just yeah. because it's like, wow, this is a real place, you know? Yeah. And then I took... So while they were shooting, um, I kind of like shot from the side or from the afar. And um, let's use this one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, so I really like how the lighting outlines his body. The backlit. Yeah. yeah I like that a lot. I like silhouette type pictures. Yeah. So like when I was like shooting from afar... You know, I was just like, okay, I see the vision. You know, I fucks with it, <laughs> and yeah, I, I, I could, you, you could probably center that one a little bit, like uh, rotate it. Yeah, and then moving on, we have I took this picture of you, and it wasn't like I, in my mind I was like, let's uh, let's let's spice it up. Like I did the little, you know, motion yeah. to make them blurry. I like that picture. I haven't seen that one before. I like that one. I like how I like how I like the blur on it. It it, it adds a little a little character to it. Yeah. It, usually I don't like pictures that are like full body either, but that one I like a lot. I like um I don't know, it, it kind of like 
what what is the what is the word like uh um that's like a real moment you know what yeah. i mean like mm-hmm. and that's what i tried going for is just making sh- like making it look like this is happening now and you yeah know, yeah and then moving on like this was my favorite part of the night was, i love how clear that looks yeah dude and like to be honest when i was in the picture i was just like this kind of looks like it was done in a daytime it does but it's just through intense editing and kind of like how the lighting was on going onto that wall yeah but yeah and then we moved on and then you know i don't let's move on to like so when we got these shots i was just like bro this is this is lit yeah i i I, I don't know i wasn't a huge fan of this location Mm -hmm. even though i was the one that picked it yeah uh i don't know maybe it was just because he was just just like um in one pose maybe Mm -hmm. if he maybe if he had did done like different poses it would uh it would have been a little differently but i don't know uh what's it called so it was the same pose but i like this shot more than the close-up is because like yeah I, I do like that one a lot. I do love the light source coming in and just like, I don't know, it for me. I I, I like when um, when you see lights uh, have like a you know, a flare to them, right? Like, cause that that's a it catches your eye and all that. Yeah. And for the light to come down and then cast that sh- like you know, very dramatic lighting and like it's it's super fucking cool. And when I saw this shot, I was like, it's such. It it looks fucking amazing. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, it does. And our, it's crazy because you know, we we have the same camera, but I would never be able to take a picture like that at nighttime. You like it was it was really dark. It was, and yeah. it looks like it was like five p.m. Yeah. And then let's look at. Oh, did you? Oh, did you not take pictures over there? I didn't. Okay. No, right, so we'll I took, just... well, I did, but I didn't edit them. I just, I, 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 I don't, when I do take pictures, I don't really edit every single picture I take because I don't like every single picture I take. I just edit the ones that I personally like. And what's it called? So we'll move on to the parking garage, which I think was a really cool, like, set, like, part of the location. Um, so this shot, um, O3 did of you and Jasmine, yeah. right? and did you did he take that or did I, you take that no he took because this that. is from you okay yeah, yeah. oh okay yeah so, so i i edited this one and he took that one i just love this little random square in the middle of this wall and you know when we saw that i was like we can play with this and i love the kind of like the mystery like mystery behind this photo you know yeah especially the composition too you have like jasmine all the way to the right you have you in the center and then like this open space right yeah. there yeah I like how the the lighting is. It's like light over to the to the right, and then to the left, it gets really dark, mm-hmm. and then it kind of just like like fades. Yeah, and then let's look at the other photo you did. This one I thought was pretty cool. It looks like a visual for like music or something like that, you know? Yeah, what I was going for was the te- I, I like texture. Yeah. So, um, the his his jacket. I really like the texture on his jacket. It's like like. I don't know. I just want to touch it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then the wall, the I like the way the texture of the jacket looks next to the wall and then his hair and then the um yeah. That's I will say like I kind of wish we told him to take off take off his like little bag. Yeah. But I mean I, I like it. I think it adds a little bit of character. Yeah. But I do I like how fucking 
I like how it's centered. You know, it's yeah. not like, like, you know, not centered center, but at least like, it's kind of like you see where the focal point is. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And I like how I like taking pictures when you, where you can't see the subject's face mm-hmm. and they're, it's kind of like, you don't have a identity to that person. Like when I take pictures, I, I kind of try not to get their face. I kind of try to like leave it, leave it like, um, blank. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what's it called? Moving on. Like what, this is my set of photos. Yeah. So where my, where my photos start was at the staircase and I really like this because I was like, I can tell the story here. And if you, okay, so I'm, I'm going to put it in post, but we're, it's going to basically cycle through. And like, you know, it's just him walking up the stairs. And then this one was my favorite shot right here was kind of him leaving the area. Yeah. And like, I was so glad that it had it caught the movement because to me, everything is still the yeah. him, you know? Yeah, I like that a lot, how everything is like, like in frame except for him he's mm-hmm. just like and then i also like this when he's coming back too like it's just i don't know i think it's pretty dope made me think of the twilight zone yeah it i can see that i like how it's a silhouette yeah i like the silhouette also it kind of gives me like um such a horror thriller it, type of vibe it does yeah know? he's just like standing there like he's gonna kill you or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then Oh, we're going to pause and we're back. Sorry for the, we had another distraction. Um, but going back this photo, I also enjoyed too. This was pretty, this was a uh, same shot, but pretty far back a little bit. I zoomed out a bit. Um, but moving on to the actual parking garage where we saw the little square. I like that one a lot. So I remember you said, you were like, Oh, I like the, you know, lighting in this. And yeah. I changed my white balance to, I think iridescent to get that blue like look and i just stick stuck with it because i didn't like how it um because normally it just looks like a pale wall right yeah the blue tint gave to like it showed like i was like just adds character to it you know um let's look i like that one just the square yeah just the square i really like the white balance though i I really like the the fact that you changed it yeah (laughs) i took that risk i was like i don't know how this is gonna play out but that one's really cool. I really like the shots I did of you in 03 just because, yeah. like, I use this little square as a... And if you see my Instagram, um, I kind of make a... Uh, the, I, I call it, like, the trilogy. And, it, like, in each of the photo sets, there's, like, a little story to them, you know? Yeah. And then, you know, let's look at 03's shots. How oh, did I not shoot that much? Hold on. Okay, so this shot of 03 just walking down, I thought that was pretty cool. And I, I also tilted the camera a bit. Yeah. And that it was to mimic, I don't know, but it just looked cool. That's, yeah. And then it came to you. And I what I liked about what you did was you kind of added a little flair to them. You kind of made, like, ooh, what am I doing here? <laughs> Where am I? Ooh. It kind of looks like the fo- the cover of the Parasite movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot, though. It looks like still life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, li- I really like those pictures. I really like how, how clear they look, too. They look clear, but not clear at the same time. Yeah, and then we moved on, and we, we were like, Jasmine, just stand right here. And 
while you were in the square, I made it look like you were, um, like, creeping on her. <laughs> but, like, you know, not in, like, a bad way, but more so just, like, who is this girl type yeah. of shit, you know? And then this shot right here, uh, I did a close-up on you and then had her, like, kind of just, like, off to the side a bit. And I just really love this one. Yeah, it's a really good shot. I, I still really love the the white balance on that. It's, like, perfect. Yeah. And, oh, we never showed those ones. Oh, yeah. So, going back to Vacaville or the, you know, ghost town, we did... So, there was this, like, random vending machine in the middle of... I'd say, like, it was, like, right next to a building. Yeah. And we were we saw it, and I'll be real. I was kind of like, let's just go home, man. Like, you know, because you were out of, like, you were running low on gas. And yeah. And I was just like, bro, I swear to God, if we run out of gas in the middle of nowhere. But It would have um, been bad. Yeah. It's okay. But we did take a stop, and I'm kind of glad we did because we got some great shots. Like, especially this one right here of 03 just standing in front of um, the Pepsi vending machine it was really weird because it it was like this town you would blink if you missed the town like literally if you could just like sneeze and you'll miss it yeah and um there's this it looked like like abandoned church or something and there was a pepsi machine just like sitting there for no reason it was just there and it was on and everything and everything was dark there was like no street lights there's just a pepsi machine lighting the whole street it was it was weird and you know what I liked about that Pepsi thing too is just everything was dark around us, but it was emitting bright yeah. light towards everything. It was kind of just like this, like you know how when you see something like so grander or like heavenly, it kind of has like the light yeah. streaks coming out. That's what I saw when I saw this Pepsi vending machine. I was just like, okay, I see the vision. I really wish that I had like a wide, a wide angle lens, because that because with my lens, our lenses, you can't really shoot. I mean, you can shoot in low light, but it's not really the uh, the desired effect, you know? Yeah, I mean, if we had, like, a lens with, like, an aperture of 1.8 or 1.4, yeah. we probably would have been able to get some dope shots. Yeah. But we were dealing with the kit lens, which the aperture goes down to, like, 3 at most or 4. I think it's, I think it's like, 3.8. Yeah, what's it called? But you have to, it's like, you got to work with it. And, you know, with this one, I... I was just like, let's just focus on zooming in so that we can get at the most light in, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I, I still really like that shot. And we actually, uh, I don't know if I sent it to you, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll show put it. Yeah, yeah, we'll show it. Um, we took it on an iPhone. Uh, 03 took it. It, it was like it's beautiful. It, and it's surprising because it was taken on an iPhone. I mean, iPhones do have good cameras, but. Yeah. And then this was my favorite shot out of the whole pepsi thing too because like it just gives me this neo noir look you know and then you could see the bokeh in the back yeah just a little bit it just oh man it's fucking great and then if you want to look at the whole set it's on our or it's on my instagram i yeah. think you still have yet to post yours yeah i haven't posted anything yet but if you want to see uh, you know my photos you can go ahead and on my instagram shots by jerrell I'll, I'll post mine soon uh my instagram will be there <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah so i had okay one last photo and then we'll move on okay um this shot of jasmine and the uh little angel like fixture that they had when i edited this i didn't think it was gonna be anything because i was like oh it's just a normal picture right yeah as soon as i saw this at the top it looks I was, like heavenly i know i was just <laughs> like especially that it's because it's an angel yeah. too angel wings I, I was just like oh my god that's fucking fire 
Yeah, I really like that picture. I the one thing I would say is that I wish that uh, you see how on the left side the wing is kind of chopped off a little bit, mm-hmm. and on here there's extra room. I wish that it was more centered. But other than that, I think it's a really beautiful picture, and I really like the blueness to it because blue is like a a cool like when I think of blue, I think of like I, I don't want to say like heavenly, but yeah, it, kind of. You know what I mean? Like because like red is like hot like, yeah you know what i mean and also i mean i was still shooting the iridescent yeah white balance so that's why it was blue but you know even then it's still it yeah. looks cool because it was blue too you know yeah it was or it, it, it just changed turned blue. colors yeah. yeah but really cool you know we learned a lot and what's it called um i had a lot of fun that night me too it was good getting back into it because like i said like we said we haven't really been in to photography like how we how we were and this was kind of just like a step back into it it's not necessarily like oh we're the best photographers in the world no we're still getting back into it these are just this the beginning for it us was, it was kind of like um like a homecoming kind of yeah. thing you know and i really did have fun and honestly i can't wait to do more because me too it was there was like i don't know i feel like there's more things we could explore. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, we were supposed to do a YouTube video that day. It kind of fell apart. Yeah. But we might put in some clips, maybe. I don't know. We'll probably, honestly, if we can salvage some of the yeah. clips, then we'll just put on a separate video. And, yeah. Yeah, but we, you should expect that from us soon. Some YouTube videos, some photo challenges, hopefully, some different segments from us. So just be, be expecting that. And, one thing we didn't mention is the lighting situation. Sorry about the last video. Oh it, yeah, it was kind of. I mean, we're we're still getting new to this. I mean, you should be grateful that you're, <laughs> you're getting a video. And, you know, I think one thing that I've been appreciating about this process of getting back into doing the podcast, being a photo shoot, is you know, I mean, we've already stated in past podcasts that we're still learning as we go. You'll yeah. see the mistakes we make. And, you know, one of the mistakes we made last episode was just make, like, we have, I had a lighting kit, but we didn't use it yeah. last episode because I didn't think we were going to use it. But I used it for this week because um, I did um, an interview with Hazel, which we're going to talk about in a second. And um, I was just like, damn. We could have used this last episode. It's okay. I, I it's still it was a good episode. Yeah, I, I I had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun on our last episode. It was yeah. good. It was it it was good to get back into it. It it was like uh, refreshing to yeah to know that we even though we stopped for so long, it doesn't change anything. Yeah, and you know if you notice we ha- we don't have alcohol anymore <laughs> because uh, last episode. I got fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it right. fucked me up. Like, not even during filming, but after filming, I woke up like, why do I feel like shit? And it was because of the tequila. I don't even remember what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it so. Was, what happened? You threw up. I threw up. Yeah. Well, but what, where did I throw up? Did I throw up at home? You threw up in the backyard. In the backyard. Damn. On the face. Yeah, I threw up. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was... I don't. I hate yakking. So what's it called? I just stomached it in, and I just was like, "Fuck." <laughs> it was. I mean, I don't want to say it was bad because the alcohol was all right. It yeah. was tolerable, but oh it's my just god, the consumption of how much we took. Because we, yeah. I didn't measure how much we. I we poured. Just, we were just pouring. <laughs> we were just pouring and drinking. Yeah. And, I mean, it was fun. It was a good experience, but. 
we're not gonna have alcohol every time <laughs> i mean i'm not gonna say we won't have alcohol I, mean, I think we just gotta make sure we just, just not every time yeah, yeah not not and often we just gotta make sure that we put in the right amount yeah because we kind of we'll, just went we'll in. measure it next yeah. time <laughs> maybe we'll I have like, like five shots per you know I, I don't know but we it, half the bottle was gone <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but like i said i did interview someone i did i interviewed my friend hazel uh she's a talented artist and we're gonna play a clip or we're gonna play the whole interview after we talk about it but what i learned from that interview was that i need to improve on my interview skills because i was so nervous that day because i was just like okay this is my first interview but it's not you're not in the room with me and it was just one-on-one and i was just like we had to do like two three takes because really? i kept messing up so how did you how did you record it we recorded like this oh like um, this did the you, only uh film it yeah we filmed it and oh, everything cool. so we'll put that in um but i was super unprepared with like i didn't have any questions on hand i kind of was just like i have the i have it in my head i have the concept but when it came to the actual interview like i wish i was more prepared and that's where i'm going in like you know next time is that write down the questions yeah because going into it i was just like i'm running out of things to say or i'm writing i'm like you know i had like this idea where i wanted to go but i didn't know how to go about it because i didn't write it down yeah but overall it was a good um good interview you know she talks a lot about her creative process and you know how she got into you know being like a creative because not only did she she do like um music or anything like she did photography she's does editing she's designing now she's doing hair oh and wow. it's like you know she it's there's like a multitude of things that she's good at and we talked about that and yeah so we'll play the whole interview right now and then yeah welcome back to behind the frames i'm your host jarell Vienweba, and today i'm interviewing hazel baza she is a amazing artist she has Thank done you multiple things in her lifetime um she has been a master at photography at designing and uh music and then now she's going into hair so how are you today hazel i'm doing great um i've been chill just got off work now i'm here ready to talk about all things creative (laughs) how are you today i'm doing amazing as well i i too also had well i i had an obligation which was school so Mm -hmm. coming from there but i'm so glad to be doing this interview with you but yeah so when did you uh begin to like start being creative um it was definitely ever since i remembered the dancing queen video on facebook that my mom posted and i also was influenced by tfc my sister um, she liked doing color guard and I watched her shows and since I was little I helped her out like collect all the flags and after the whole show was done I was just so inspired by how cool everything looked and I knew that when I was older I wanted to do the same thing. So I followed her and got into that whole marching band experience and and instead of just going into dance I decided I, I like music. Well actually they kind of encouraged everyone to do music if they wanted to do anything else too so but I honestly was not complaining because it was fun and I think I decided to be a creative when I realized that it was fun yeah um because you know if it's not fun you don't really want to do anything else um so yeah a lot of what I do is driven by 
how much I can enjoy it. Like, definitely. I like doing makeup and hair and all things beauty. So that's why I'm going to school at Paul Mitchell. Yeah. And, you know, like you said, like, um, you know, you did it because it's fun. And I think that's Mm -hmm. a fundamental part of being an artist is that like, um, although it's nice to be recognized for your work, but if you're not Mm -hmm. having fun doing your work, then why do it at all? You know, exactly. And like, so let's dive into a couple of your endeavors. Um, as we've, uh, you know, as I've known you for probably five or six years now. Yeah. Um, like I said, she was a master at photography, even better than uh, me. No, I don't know about now, though, because I don't even remember how to work a camera that much. But I remember in high school, though, you were way better than me. Oh, my And gosh. this is not me, like, trying to just, like, gas you up and, like, you know, put me down. But more so, um, I was really, yeah. in, like, I was really, like envious of your work because i was like dang she's like only like 15 years old (laughs) and she's like creating these like dope ass shots and shit i kind of miss it i want to get back into it yeah and like um so with photography how'd you get into that um honestly i feel like another reason why i'm so creative is because my family is just again like my sister it wasn't only my sister who influenced me it was my cousin his name is alex um his name is Alex Bossa Creative on Instagram if you want to follow him. <laughs> um, he literally told me, like, I don't know. He didn't really tell me much, actually. He just showed me, like, the stuff that he would do. And I'm like, whoa, what's that? And um, honestly, I think he just he showed a lot how much he liked to teach. And he was a drumline instructor, so... He was also involved in marching band matters, so I talked to him a lot, and when we would spend time, I'd ask him questions about things, and suddenly I got curious in photography, so I asked him questions about that, and then he decided to take me under his wing, and he, like, taught me everything, everything that I know, so he's really good at doing what he does. Um, He's a copywriter, and I kind of don't know who he works for right now, but yeah, he taught me a lot. Um, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, it's so cool. What's, I remember, um, you telling me about your, actually, I met your cousin once at a party. Yeah, it was so dope. You guys should meet again. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, honestly, I I, like, it was so cool talking to him. And Mm -hmm. like, every time you talk about him, actually, like, you know, it inspires me a little bit, you know? He always inspired me. And I think that's why I was always driven to being creative because all those things inspired me and it made me want to do those things too. And that's so cool that you had someone to like, you know, mentor you kind of and like yeah. get, show you the ropes a little kind bit. kind of spoiled looking back because he doesn't really teach me that. Th- he doesn't teach me things anymore. Um, that's just because I don't ask. Yeah. But yeah. But it's so cool, like, to have someone, because, like, when I first, when I started off, right, um, I barely had anyone, like, I, like, with this whole podcast and with every endeavor Look I'm going into. Look how far you've gotten, though, <laughs> on your own, that's crazy. Yeah, but, you know, um, it's good to have support, and, yeah. you know, it's, like, it's awesome when you have someone who believes in you, you right, know? yeah. Yeah, and I think that's really freaking dope. Thanks. So, yeah, um, cool. with photography also, mm-hmm. um... You're really good at editing. Oh my gosh. Like, Thank you. You have a really distinct um, color palette. Oh, yeah. And you, you, like, I'm telling you guys right now, her Instagram page, it's like 
it's carefully crafted to it like really is you know and it's I just like you know me very well actually with her like if you look at her feet like you could tell that there's a theme and there's like um a specific um colorway that you go for like even if like you take a random picture of like mm-hmm. let's say um, it has to be there has to be balanced. exactly and it's How just you know that? it's aesthetically pleasing and you know that's something that i admire about your craft is that you know you go you put a lot of effort into it yeah and then like you know you it's just everything you do is seamless like there's oh there's gosh. no like rough patches it all it will it all sure? flows con- consistently you know but like take me through that process though like how do you like go about taking pictures and then having establishing a color palette um well let's see let me think about how i used to take pictures back then um because i remember in elementary school me and my um best friend before we used to love tumblr stuff like that those trends <laughs> oh on tumblr, those were the days like the just girly things type stuff yeah we used to love that stuff and they would take very aesthetic type pictures and that's where i discovered starbucks and coffee and how cute coffee would be in like next to a book or something <laughs> yeah um that heavily influenced um the eye i had when i started taking pictures on my own like, I wanted to take something like that, too. Like, let me go get some Starbucks and go to Barnes & Noble's, get a book, and take a picture. <laughs> um, but something else that really influenced that is... Give me a second. I kind of lost it. Um, it had to do with... Okay, I digress. But... When it comes to my color palette, it ha- um I kind of it has to do with coffee too. I don't know. I came up with a, I just got diagnosed with a coffee addiction and obsession out of nowhere in middle school, and since coffee and chocolate and teddy bears and stuff like that are brown and like fall and the leaves are all brown and like beige and tan and cream and all those colors, I I just like it. I don't know. I will say you make brown look appealing. Right. A lot of people think of poop or something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's it's interesting when you can take a um, a not so popular color and right. then also but turn it into like an aesthetically pleasing to the eye. You yeah. know, um, I'm kind of surprised because I would normally think brown is a popular color. But now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are getting into it, though, because yeah. of like, you know, your art style and like all of that like um i think a lot of people are going into earth tones you know earth tones. a lot of like That's laid back um because you know not like it was uh back then it was like hella pastel that was like yeah popular it was like or, those vintage like mm-hmm. blue tones blue or pink or like tones. Heavy tones yeah yeah like, totally changing the color dynamic of the photo instead of making like more natural and earthy and you know like um with the pictures you take, all of them come from your phone, which is bizarre. Yeah. Like you would, you know, it's like, I remember we would all, we would hang out and then, you know, we, if we went out like to a city or if we were just yeah. like out and about, um, like she would just take a random picture on her phone and be like, oh, okay, it's an iPhone photo, right? <laughs> but when she posted, I'm just like, are you sure that's an iPhone photo? Really? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you think? Sometimes, like, cause I'm just like, damn, there's oh like, I really like, you know, nice edits and shit. Yeah. yeah no, I I really get in there and edit the crap out of it. What's it called? Uh, what editing software do you use, if you don't mind me asking? 
I'm a visco person. Oh, you're a visco? Yeah. There's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. No, yeah, for real. Like, honestly, before that visco girl thing happened, I loved visco. Um, it's just, it's easier. Like, honestly, I've tried softwares on the laptop, and I'm lost. Like, I don't know. I feel like you do it a lot better than I ever would. Like, I can't even, like, there's just too much going on. Um, but with Visco, it's like so simplified. Everything is easy, and so I just go on there and do everything. And it, there's like a lot of tools, even though it's simplified. So yeah, to each yeah. their own on their mm-hmm. creative process. Like some yeah. people have different lazy, softwares. So. <laughs> yeah. But um, now moving on, you're a musician. Like you are <laughs> a fucking talented singer, and I think you can play guitar. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, well, I kind of got. Oh my gosh, it makes me think of the episode in The Office where it's like, where Pam was saying to Jim, Dwight thinks that his ukulele skills will transfer. When he was playing that one song at the guitar hella badly. Yeah, but that's kind of what I thought. And I still learned a bit of guitar here and there from my cousin too, because he loves music as well. Um, But yeah, I kind of, I still am a fresh beginner because I was not consistent enough. Mm -hmm. But... I still kind of learn. I know some things. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever, like, made any songs or, like, not till a release, but kind of just made some of your own? Like, I would play with the chords that I found to be my favorite. Like, I would just take it and just, like, pluck random, mm-hmm. like, whatevers. And it would just sound nice. But that's as far as I would go. I wouldn't make... There was, like, no, like, set song I've ever, like, remembered making. But, yeah, I would just mess around. And enjoy that in the moment. So, like, I remember um, you switched majors, right? You yep. went from, I think, oh music production. I went to from psychology to um, music technology and production. And then I went to Cosmo. Okay. So, um, what was that process like when you went into music technology? Were you, like, hella, like, oh, my God, this is, like, my shit? Or were you, like, oh, a little different than I imagined? Honestly, I feel like it was the second part because I definitely was excited to go into school for my passion, which was music, and it still is, Um, but I kind of didn't thrive in the environment of, you know, Zoom and online classes and just, I don't know, traditional college in general, it was very difficult for me to handle mentally. I um, had a lot of struggles with my emotions and just I went through depression and anxiety but I'm actually very okay now yeah but back then it just it kind of took a toll when it came to me trying to focus on my career and so instead I wanted to take a step back and recalibrate and just stop and think what do I really want to do because at some point after all of that stress for just only two semesters I was just I don't know. I wanted it to all like stop. And so I took a break. And once I figured everything out, I was really confused for a long time. Because you know how when you're creative, you're like, let's think of one thing you want to master. But it's kind of more complicated than that. Like, honestly, I still want to do music, even though I'm in Cosmo. But it's like, you can't, it's like, it's not, you're not canceling out anything. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, like, um, I can totally agree with you right. with the whole, like, online schooling thing. Because, like, especially when you're dealing with a subject like doing music or mm-hmm. um, 
or like anything creative like you can't really just do it on a computer screen like you really have yeah. to like that's why i miss in-person class and yeah. like um i feel like when you're in person like learning about this shit you actually become more involved because right yeah everything's in front of you it's mm-hmm. be it's being taught by example but not by like you know right instead of being taught by like a book right exactly and i think that's the best way if you ever want to master a craft is just by doing instead of like you know yeah and like with cosmetology how's that going for you it's great i feel like it's helped me realize that my pain point was just the way i was learning was not the way i should be learning and a lot of it was just the book work the reading i loved reading but it wasn't really working for me at that time and i think hands-on is a lot more healthier for me because i feel more involved like my attention is constant and it's not wavering anywhere because i'm required to you know keep my hands on and it's a lot of fun. I actually learned how to balayage someone's hair. Okay. Um, apply highlights. Um, I learned how to do a perm. Okay. Yeah, so I know how to do that. Um, I kind of just don't know how to do the chemical process of that yet. I just know how to do the rollers mm-hmm. to, like, curl your hair and keep it in the rollers for a minute. Um, but, yeah, stuff like that. Um, I learned how to drape someone to prep them for a haircut. Okay. Um, Can you do haircuts or not yet? Not yet. Actually, fun fact, um, I have eight people in my class, and seven out of eight people are left-handed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are so, you one of those people? Mm-hmm. Or Okay. Yeah, I'm left-handed. And so they had to reorder left-handed shears for everybody. Oh, so man. So we have to wait. Yeah, we might learn it this week, though. So if you do haircuts, are you going to do, like, the whole, like, for both girls and guys? Yeah. Um, part of my – so on the first day of school, it felt like Christmas, let me tell you. So I got, like um, – I got razors, clippers for men in my kit. I have makeup brushes. I have all types of, like, hair brushes. I have a hair straightener, hair curler, clips, and then I'll get shears, like, scissors, Um yeah, all of it. It's Dang, so they gave you a whole ass kit. Yeah, it's crazy. That's fucking exciting. Yeah, really felt like Christmas. They called it Kitmas. Kitmas, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Kitmas. Merry Kitmas, yeah. But cool. um, do you, so after cosmetology school, what what's like, what's the goal? Is it to do hair, makeup, or just be in? I get asked this a lot. And honestly, my general answer for every time I'm asked this is I'm going to find out. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, um, you know how I went through that process of going through psych to music to Cosmo? Mm-hmm. I still feel unsure. Even though I feel really, like, sure about this, I'm still unsure in the big picture. And that's okay, you yeah. know? Like, um, I'm learning to be okay with that because I was very not okay with that for a while. But since I decided on one thing, I'm like, it's okay to have this one thing for now and then figure it out again later. Yeah, no, and, like, you know, for a lot of people, like, you know, the people who are in their respective fields, a lot of them just, like, were, like, oh, let me just try it out, and then, yeah. like, they ended up lo- loving it, and, you know, I think that's how mm. we should just go about life, is just, exactly. like, taking the risk and seeing if, like, it sticks or not, you know? Right. And if it doesn't work, then you just take the next one. Yeah, that's how life works. That's a cycle. But, um, so, out of everything we talked about in the creative journey... Mm. Were there any, like, obstacles or problems along the way that kind of, like, deterred you? Yeah? Yeah. Um, I would say I feel like the biggest obstacle, since I don't want to get into, like, the whole list of things. Maybe I will, like, in depth. But, like, the whole umbrella of it is under just self-doubt. 
I feel like that's like the major enemy against any creative. I think I share that with you, you know, and it's just for, so like, what about self doubt? Do you just like not believe in yourself or was it? it it, mm -hmm. It would get to that point for a long time. Um, I wouldn't usually like, I wouldn't admit this to many people. And so just saying it here is kind of like, ooh. I know, it's out in the world. Yeah. Um, but take a breath. The way I dealt with it, I would say I kind of just accepted that it's okay to mess up with things. And it's okay to be unsure. And it's okay to change your mind. And it's okay to change your mind again. So, yeah. Um, I think... The self-doubt kind of made me step back. And um, when I changed majors from music, when I step back, that's kind of like, it makes me close in. Like, I kind of hide away into a shell, like a turtle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's kind of why I haven't been on social media a lot lately. But I'm getting back into it. So that's kind of something I'm looking forward to. And that's kind of what I want to really focus on. It's like, oh, I, I'm on the yeah. same boat as you, actually. Like, um, and there's nothing wrong with having doubt in yourself. Yeah. And especially... I think it's normal and natural. It is. And, you know, and I inevitable. think... Inevitable. As for artists, you know, it, there's a point in every artist's career or life that you're just like, is this even worth, like, putting out anymore? Yeah. Or, like, am I even cut out to even do this? Like, should I even... Dude, that's what I ask yeah. myself every day. Like, I know... Um, to a lot of people, they see me and they're just like, wow, look at him doing all this stuff, right? But yeah. behind all that, it's there's a lot of like uncertainty in myself mm-hmm. where I'm just like, why am I even trying? If Like with this podcast, like when we yeah. first started it, it was literally me and Armando did it on like Zoom or not Zoom. We did like FaceTime really? and he had his like we record on another phone and oh, wow. To come to look where we like, you know, from the from step number one to now, you know, it's Mm kind of just like um, it gets better. It gets better. And, you know, if I could have any message for any like artist is like as much as you doubt yourself, just keep going, you know, because like I'm sure you're going to like fucking like exactly, you know, I'm sure that like you're going to pick everything up and then you're going to fucking soar and, you know, I've dropped a lot, but I'm going to pick it up. But yeah, dude, do you have like, um, do you have any like advice for like any, um, artists out there? Honestly, I feel like I'm not even in a place to give advice because I'm still figuring myself out and like what kind of creative things I want to do. But honestly, I feel like my advice, if I were to give advice is to just be like Dory. Be like Dory? (laughs) Yeah. Because that's all that's helping me so Well, far. let me rephrase that question. What advice would you give yourself, like, five years ago? Me? Yeah. Hmm. Like, you today talking to the Hazel before. I would say thank your mom. Because <laughs> <laughs> she always shared me. And honestly, I feel like if I continued to share myself the way she did, if I kept doing that, like, consistently throughout the times that I didn't, I probably would have been somewhere else right now like I probably would have shown more traction um but honestly that's not something I can't do now it's like I can still rebuild that yeah um but yeah I would also say just accept yourself yeah for whatever like if you want to do something just do it oh yeah 
don't even question if you should like you should because you want to yeah no and that goes for everything you do in life you know just like whether you're going into schoolwork or you know if we're making a decision in life you know just fucking do it because legit none of this would have happened if i didn't just look in the mirror and say you know fuck it let's fucking record a podcast you know or let's go on a photo shoot Ask. That's crazy. I'm yeah. like, dang, you do podcasts? <laughs> I feel like a fake fan. No, you're good. Um, I mean, me and Armando have been inconsistent mm-hmm. as... Uh, I have been too, so it's, yeah, it's a natural thing. With this podcast, like, we're just trying to, like, you know, create content and all that so yeah. that we can have something to show, you know? Right. Because it's a dream of ours, right? And it sucks being an inconsistent artist because yeah. it's like a lot of people are like, Oh shit, he dropped. And then five months, he's, and then you go away for five months and then you're <laughs> like, Oh, what do you do again? Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, that's what I'm kind of experiencing with uh, yeah. social media right now. That's what I'm surprised about actually, because when you introduced me in this podcast as someone who's creative, I was like, wow, really? And that's kind of shocking to me because I kind of knew I was creative, but then I like shied away from it so much that I kind of forgot. So, yeah, that's something I want to think about. Yeah, no, and like you know, I think it's it's cool to have like creative friends, you know, because yeah. it's kind of like, gives you reminders mm-hmm. and inspiration too. And plus, you know, like um, you can bounce off of each other with ideas, you know. Yeah. And like you could also. I just feel like it's cool to just be a creative, like this title called creative, you yeah, know? Yeah, sounds pretty dope. It's like, it's an umbrella term for like everything. Cause like, I don't do just photography, you know? Like right. I'm like, I'm gonna do a film soon. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then we have this podcast exactly. and yeah. Um, so I think we're coming to a close. Um, right. I'm sorry if my interviewing skills was like shitty. Like no, this is like my first is, time interviewing, no, interviewing a guest. Great. Yeah. So, I'm sorry if my interviewee. Uh, <laughs> how's that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but thank you for um, coming onto the show. Um, do you want anything to like promote or anything like that? Follow me at HazelBSA on instagram i'll put that in the link and in the video as well everything else from there all right well thank you for watching and for those listening have a good day (laughs) for sure all right and we're back we just listened to the interview and what do you think about it what do you think about my interviewing skills i you know for your first interview i think it went pretty good I, I, um, at first you do sound a little bit nervous, like I said, but then you pick it up, you know, you don't, you, you might say like, uh, or, or some like words like that, but I think that, you know, for your first interview is pretty strong. Um, you know, you talked about her, how she was a, she wanted, she was a photographer. You talked about, you know her like all, all her skills how she was she does a guitar how she does hair you know you kind of like went through her life and talked about you know like her how like a rundown yeah, of everything a rundown she, of everything but yeah so you know one of the concerns that i had as an interviewer was that i was about to scrap the whole thing because i felt oh, like wow. i was because <laughs> i felt like i was gonna i was talking too much about myself yeah but um i re-listened to the podcast or the interview and i was like no, I think I, I'm okay. I think I was just overthinking 
Yeah. You know, when we were when I was actually doing the interview, I was just like, did I talk about myself too much? Or I don't did... think so. I think that it was more of a conversation. Mm, you know what okay. I mean? It was kind of like you were feeding off of each other. Yeah. More than uh, like you're talking about because she said something and then you said something to go along with yeah. it. You know what I mean? And I feel like when you're interviewing someone. You, yeah, you, you want to learn about them, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you have to keep the conversation going. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you have to keep things interesting. And people want to learn about you, too. It's, mm-hmm. not just the, it's not just the person that you're interviewing, you know, because people don't really know who you are, in a sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I think for me, you know, I was kind of just like, I just didn't want to take the spotlight too much away from them. Yeah. You know, that was a concern I had. But overall, it was a great interview. Like, honestly, it was so cool to explore her life and her creativity and all the things that she's done and all that. And it's also cool that she had support, you know, from her family and all that, that she comes from a family of artists or a family of people who, you know, done things, you know? Yeah, that was that's cool. I wish that I had family that was like, photographers you know what i mean like how she said her cousin was a photographer like yeah that's cool that must be really cool and you know it was it was so cool to see like you know how she came up and you know where she's going now and it's it was a cool it was a cool conversation to have yeah yeah and honestly i can't wait to have her back on you know yeah yeah but i think we're heading towards the end now like we're we're almost at probably like an hour maybe yeah who knows we're hitting, yeah, we're, hitting <laughs> we're hitting an hour but um yeah so that's gonna be the end of this episode 